It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Hey, loyal podcast listeners. This is your host, Michael Smalley, wanting to remind you, check out smalleyinstitute.com because you can go there and sign up today for free to the number one reason relationships fail online course. When you sign up, you will start learning immediately exactly why relationships get in trouble, whether it's marriage, parenting, friendships, business, doesn't matter because all relationships get stuck in a universal pattern, and when you don't know it, you fail. So sign up today at smalleyinstitute.com for the number one reason relationships fail online course. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. This is your host, Michael Smalley, and I am still recording, broadcasting, if you will, from Southern California at a Fairfield Inn and Suites. My wife is here near me, but I'm not going to let her participate because it's 10 p.m. here, which makes it like midnight back home, and we have just spent an incredible day at this ARC Church conference with amazing people and amazing pastors, and I'm exhausted, but I'm committed. So technically, even though it's midnight in Texas, it's still 10 o'clock here, so I am getting this eighth show in. And Amy's looking at me, smiling. You're just not going to say a thing. <laughs> I was about to say that I was about to say what you were going to say. Does it count? If yes. Still, you know, it absolutely counts. Almost the next day. And that is all we're going to say about it. Because <laughs> I am tired. No, I'm actually, so, you know, we just wrapped up with the seventh day of these podcasts on the 28 statements from Jesus that can transform your relationship. And, and we just finished up part one. There are three parts to this 28-day series that I've committed to doing. And tonight I'm kind of irritated about it. But Jesus loves me. And he forgives me for my uh, forgetfulness and my excitement to be at that conference all day. And so we're now on the first one with part two, which is how Jesus wants you to love others. So now we're going to start putting the statements of Christ, again, to work in your life in terms of how you treat others. And I actually have a series of a couple of really amazing quotes because the statement I chose for this eighth day is from Jesus is John 3.16. And I'm titling this, If Only You Were Willing to Love Like This. And so I found just in my research, I'm trying to better understand, because we all know John 3.16. If you've ever watched a sporting event, you know, Tim Tebow used to put it on his eye-darkening thing. And 
you see signs for it and it's like so popular. And then I just found some really special things written about John 3.16 that I'm going to read for you now. For God so loved, what proclamation of the gospel has been so oft on the lips of missionaries and preachers in every age since it was first uttered? What has sent such thrilling sensations through millions of mankind? What has been honored to bring such multitudes to the feet of Christ? What to kindle in the cold and selfish breasts of mortals the fires of self-sacrificing love to mankind as these words of transparent simplicity, yet overpowering majesty. The picture embraces several distinct compartments. The world, in its widest sense, ready to perish, the immense love of God to that perishing world measurable only and conceivable only by the gift which is drew forth from him. The gift itself, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, or in the language of Paul, spared not his own son. Or in that address to Abraham when ready to offer Isaac on the altar, withheld not his son, his only son, whom he loved. The fruit of this stupendous gift Not only deliverance from impending perdition, but the bestowal of everlasting life, the mode in which all takes effect by believing on the Son. How would Nicodemus's narrow Judaism become invisible in the blaze of this Son of Righteousness seen rising on the world with healing in his wings? That was Jameson Fawcett and A.R. And A.R. Brown, and it's in this commentary, critical and explanatory, but I felt like they did such a poetic job of unpacking John 3.16. Another one is, for this is how God, so here it is, the New Living Translation. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus teaches Nicodemus that God's only motive is love. Jesus hasn't been sent into the world to judge or punish and sentence to death. He has come to reveal the light and show the love of God. He longs that people should stop preferring darkness and clinging to shame. That was A. Knowles in the Bible Guide. So how are you supposed to love others? Amy, you had something you wanted to well, say. Well, like Jesus did. You yeah. Know, obviously laying down our lives for each other. And like the, you know, the Holy Spirit is what actually gives us just the gift of even of understanding and that wooing. Um, <clears throat> it's a gift of grace. We get the grace that um, of that love but we, the wooing, and then the Holy Spirit is implanted in us. And so then we get the gift of being able to, um, to give, to have the knowledge and the truth and the trust and hope of eternal life. And, you know, when I think about that, I think, you know, as we were talking about this um, earlier today, which you did actually think about doing. I had the notes all done, people. Yeah. Um, Since five this this morning. Yeah. 
So we're thinking about doing, you know, talking about this. It's, you know, a lot of times you, as a Christian, sometimes you even feel bad about complaining about anything or, or any hurts, anything you think, you think, well, you know what? God loved me and he sent his son to die for me. And that's such a huge, huge gift that God gave, gave us. Then how could we dare even complain about anything? And I kind of hit me that just just because we just because God came into this world doesn't mean that that and he died for us all those things that are happening but part of us we're human and we're fallen and we have hurts and we have aches and um and you know and further on in scripture it talks about how we should bear each bear each other's burdens and so what does that look like a lot of that looks like our burdens of our, you know, of our disappointments, of our hurts, of our um, just the different things that have, have our slavery, our bondage that we might have been in. We need to be able to to be in community um, about those things. And so I, I just I just didn't want this to sh- for people to feel shy away from truly being compassionate or to not to feeling like that we should feel compassionate for compassion for each other. Well, and, and and remember, everybody, if you've been listen, listening to these, you know, the seven previous ones, Jesus is never going to command something from you that he doesn't also empower you to be able to pull off. And so if if you're really struggling in your relationship with whoever, a spouse, a child, a parent, a sibling, you might be going, I don't know if I can do it, right? I, I don't know if I can forgive, or I don't know if I can love and do what Jesus is. You can, but you do have to trust in the power of the Holy Spirit that gives you the ability. So yeah, if you try to do it on your own, you're going to be frustrated. But in John three sixteen, there's four kind of key things on, you know, in Jesus' statement that I think encourages but challenges you on how are you supposed to love others we're supposed to love like god loves jesus's expectation is that you love others like he loved you and remember the whole reason that christ if you're a believer and if christ impacted you and changed you that happened because of how he loved you So the secret to influencing people and changing them, frankly, for the good, is loving them like Jesus loved you. And that's self-sacrificing in John 3.16. Number two, love like it was not bound to any kind of good behavior, right? So there's no like, okay, if you do this, this, and this, I'm going to give up my only son for you. No, he, he was given, and that was that grace and that mercy, and that's the expectation for us as well. So you, if you're a Christ follower and if you allow him to change you, you, you don't base how you treat that person, whether they deserve it or not, because we didn't deserve it. So how dare us do that to someone else? Number three, let every thought, action, and desire of your heart be to love the person in front of you. That has to be your primary goal is what can I be doing for you right now? Amy and I experienced that throughout the day with some of these big pastors who were so encouraging and we know they have insanely busy lives and they took time just to pour into Amy and I and to encourage us and you know that's what we're called to do. And then number four is be the light to others. 
which is shown brightest when others get to experience the kind of love that saved the world. Just try to remember that. John 3.16 touches people because there was this incredible sacrifice that especially if you have your own children is so radical that we can be that kind of love for others and especially those people in our life and it changes them. I can end with this quote from Max Lucado and he's talking about John 3.16 here. And Max is always so smart. So I think you'll appreciate this. A 26-word parade of hope, beginning with God, ending with life, and urging us to do the same. Brief enough to write on a napkin or memorize in a moment, yet solid enough to weather 2,000 years of storms and questions. If you know nothing of the Bible, start here. Did you hear the news? Metro PCS is now Metro by T-Mobile. Now you get new plans with unlimited high-speed data all month long, all on the T-Mobile network. Check out the new Metro by T-Mobile today and discover the smarter way to get unlimited. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. During congestion, the fraction of customers using greater than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. And Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video streams at 4DP. Coverage not available in some areas. See store for details and terms and conditions. Find out what's inside that church. From producer J.J. Abrams, critics are calling Overlord a thrilling combination of action and horror. And now it's 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Overlord. Rated R. In theaters and IMAX November 9th. Directed by Julia Savory.